and that's when she heard her little pearl. Mama! Mama! Despite the rising water and sloping floor, Angelica reached the bathroom door. Her husband had shoved the child inside and wedged a chair against the knob. Now the chair was gone, but the knob was jammed. Whatever crippled the ship had warped the door, trapping her four-year-old in a tiny room filling with water. Angelica begged Gustavo to help, but his focus remained on the dresser, his fat hands ripping open the top drawer with the same possessive greed he'd used to rip her gown. The jewel. That's all he cares about. Not the beauty of the diamond or its rich history, but only for the fortune it will bring him in America. Pig eyes bright as polished jet glanced her way as he thrust the silk bag under his lapel. Again, she pleaded for help, but his weak chin lifted in smug superiority as his hand moved to a vest pocket. When they first boarded the ship, he'd pulled out his jeweler's tools and fiddled with the stateroom door. Like their bedroom in Italy, he wanted the option of locking her in. Now he held the room's key, and she knew why. He means to lock us in, me and my little girl. At dinner, she'd watched him flirting with that young American, heard him boast about his family's jewelry business, his plan to help them start anew in New York, as he wished to start anew. A free man in a new world. The shipwreck had given him an easy way to end the burden of his harlot wife and troublesome daughter. No, Angelica cried. I won't let you. She always thought herself weak and helpless. Now a power rose in her that she could not explain. Like a rocket ignited, she flew across the room, years of abuse propelling her petite form into his thick body. Shocked by the attack, his feet slipped out from under him. Mama! Mama! The baby's cries sent her over the edge. Protective ferocity drove her now, an instinct so primitive it blocked all senses. She even failed to hear or see the two men who burst in on a rescue mission. The men gawked at the young Italian beauty in the shredded evening gown, her body draped over a heavyset middle-aged man. Unsure what she was doing, they focused instead on the little girl's cries behind a warped door. The pair waded across the room. The first man, a strong young Italian with a head of thick, dark hair, kicked in the door and snatched up the child. Turning to her parents, he finally realized what was taking place. The young beauty straddling her husband was not giving him aid. She was holding his head down. The men exchanged glances. But... For very different reasons, neither interfered. In the ruined stateroom of the sinking ship, two silent witnesses watched Angelica Campana drown her husband in the rising waters of the dark, cold deep. Chapter One Sixty Years Later
A pelting rain transformed the village blend's French windows into tiny wood-framed waterfalls. I pulled my sweater tight against the autumn chill and considered the pre-dawn clouds. Sure, the weather was lousy, and it was the first day of another long work week. But, all due respect to the carpenters, I utterly refused to let rainy days or Mondays get me down. Why should they? I was back home in New York, once again managing my beloved Greenwich Village coffee house and living in the same city as the man I loved. Everything felt so right. What could possibly go wrong? Other than my opening team calling in late. Hey, an easy enough problem to handle. Switching tunes, I swayed across the restored plank floor to the rhythm of the rain. Humming the old Cascades hit, I pulled upside-down chairs from the cafe tabletops, setting things...